For this command is a lamp, this teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6.23 Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International, True Vine Cathedral, as he brings you the pure unadulterated word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down to earth and full of wisdom and will refresh, energize and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the word of God. This morning, that song represents what we are looking for. That God should draw us nearer to Him. And there's no better place to be than with the God who really cares for us. Let us pray. Father, this morning I pray for grace to be with us, to cover us. Pray for your presence, your spirits to lead us and to guide us and to bring us closer and closer to Jesus. Thank you so very much, Father. In Jesus' name, Amen. Put your hands together. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Turn to two scriptures this morning. We are still talking about how to serve God. Amen. And um, we have two scriptures this morning. Turn to Luke chapter 1. Right there. Luke chapter 1, verse 11. And Genesis chapter 15. Two places. Luke chapter 1 verse 11 and there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense and when Zacharias saw him he was troubled and fear fell upon him and the angel said unto him fear not Zacharias for thy prayer is heard and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son and thou shalt call his name John Wow what a nice scripture Genesis chapter 15 and after these things the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision saying Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. Wow. Hey, are you here this morning? Another very powerful scripture. Amen? We are talking this morning about things that stop us or hinder us from serving God and um, I said that there are three things there's fear doubts and confusion last week we discussed doubts today is fear and next week confusion if you are confused come next week amen but this morning we're looking at fear and I wanted us to observe certain things about what comes across 
Hallelujah. Fear. In the first scripture, Luke chapter 1, verse 11, Zacharias was a priest. Are you here this morning? Zacharias was a priest who was performing his priestly duty standing in the temple. Um, and, and look at verse 10. Verse 10. And he said that he was, it was a time of incense, and he was now uh, giving the incense, performing his duty. Then the angel appeared unto him in the holy place. When the angel appeared unto him, the first thing the angel said was, Fear not. Fear not. And then the second instance that I'm looking at this morning is in Genesis chapter 15, where God spoke to Abram. And God had spoken to him earlier in chapter 12. And in chapter 12, God told him, Go from your land to a land that I will show you. Leave your father's house. And so God had spoken to him in chapter 12 and had asked him to go. And then God comes back in chapter 15. And then the first thing God says was, Fear not. Fear not. And so this morning, I want to distinguish between these two different types of fear so that you will not be afraid I didn't hear a good amen, amen. and so that you will save God I need some young people to save God yeah I need an army of young people to save God and that is why this morning and some grown people too that is why this morning I'm sharing this with you. Amen. You see, there were two reactions. There are two things that happened. When God came, the response of Zacharias was fear. And it is, it is almost to be expected. Because many people are afraid of spiritual things. Is it not true? Many people fear spiritual things. They are afraid. In fact, if you are in your room and the door opens by itself, many will jump through the window and run away. How many agree with me? If you are in your room and then the door opens and there's no one there, you run away. Or you run away. You run away. Amen. One day, a certain girl, she met a man, a very rich man. And when she met this rich man, the man said, I will marry you. And she too, because he was rich, she said, yes, I will also marry you. So she married him. And when she married him, the man said, listen, this our marriage is forever. Bring your blood and my blood. And we shall do 
blood covenants for marriage. The girl said, ah, the man has money. I will do it. So the man took blade and cut his finger. And she too, bring your finger. And she cut her finger. And they took their blood. It's a very foolish thing. Maybe HIV is in their blood or hepatitis. But they took their blood and they joined their blood. Bring your finger. And they joined their blood and they said, We are married forever. Amen. Is it a good idea? It's a foolish idea. Thank you. Because later on, the man disappeared. Now she couldn't find him again. And the man appeared after one year that, oh, I'm back. Then the girl said, ah, this kind of marriage, I don't like it. Because you have disappeared for one year. You're going to America. One year. I didn't see you. After one year, you have come back. Hey, she said, the marriage, I have stopped. The man said, you can't stop. <laughs> Talk about spiritual things. The man said, you can't stop. She said, I have stopped. The man said, you can't stop. So she said, don't come to my house again. Then she sacked the man. Then she went home. She locked the door to the house. And went to her room and locked the door in the room. Then she went to sleep. She woke up 2 o'clock in the night. Then she opened the eye. The man was sitting there. He was sitting there. He was sitting on her bed, looking at her like that. He said, you can't stop. You can't stop. Hey! She had to go for serious deliverance. I mean, it was a very serious deliverance she had to go. Are you here this morning? Because of these things, a lot of people are actually afraid of spiritual things. And that is why when you are in your room and then the window, the curtains begin to move. Hey, I bind you. Hey, break, I break your teeth. I break your legs. You bind. You don't even ask who are you. You just start attacking. Maybe it's an angel that God has sent to be with you in your room. Because children have angels. Or you don't know. Children have angels. Amen. And even grown-ups have angels. Are, are you here this morning? Hey, are you here this morning? Yes. Angels are actually very common. You don't believe me? Angels, only that our eyes can't see them. But angels are actually very, very, that's my belief. They are very common. Do you know why? Because the Bible says that they are ministering spirits sent to minister to the sons, to those who will inherit salvation. Angels are sent to support us and to be with us. Amen. Oh, I said amen. amen. So tell somebody, you have an angel. Hey, 
shake the person in case he's also sleeping shake the person you have an angel ask him, are you sleeping but you see even though they are angels we are more concerned about demons and witches how many have seen a witch before oh nobody you see nobody has ever seen a witch before but you fear them why why are you afraid of something you have never seen because you have heard of witches and other kind of things which we have made them to become like all spiritual things that are fearful and that is why when God knew Abraham was half from Nigeria and half from Ghana Abraham his Nigeria half is is here and his Ghana half too is here and so when God came to appear he said I know man at once they are afraid Zacharias I know they are afraid so God said fear not amen fear not and so this morning you must not be afraid to do spiritual things I didn't hear a good amen I said you must not be afraid of being spiritual and doing spiritual things and God told um, Zacharias you will have a spiritual encounter but don't be afraid at the same time when God was speaking to Abraham and he met him he also told him don't be afraid and that was for a different reason because God had spoken to him earlier and had told him do something for me go to a place I will show you do it for me and so when God came again to speak to Abraham the first thing was listen what I told you don't be afraid do it it's not a fear of me it's a fear of what I have told you to do I have asked you to go to preach to do something God is saying don't be afraid amen, amen. do not be afraid to serve God one of the greatest listen many people are called hallelujah how many have had a dream of you yourself preaching raise your hand raise your hand you've had a uh, stand up those who have had a dream of themselves preaching before before since you were born since you were born 1942 some of you stand up you had a dream or a vision of yourself preaching hey look at all of them look well look at them look at all of them one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen seventeen eighteen nineteen twenty are you standing 21 22 23 24 25 29 30 34 i'm not standing i'm not standing because i have never had a dream like that before I have never had a dream of myself preaching before in fact I don't dream oh I, I don't dream it's true 
But look at all those who are, have dreamt before and ask them, all those who are standing, how many are pastors or are working in church? How many are pastors? One, two, three, four. Four are pastors. What? Where's five? Five. Five are, pa- five are pastors. Out of 30 something, five are pastors. If you are standing by somebody, ask the person, why are you the pastor? Ask the person, why are you not a pastor? Ask, ask the person, ask, don't be afraid. I said, hey, pastor said I should ask you, not me. Why are you not a pastor? Hey, because, no, no, listen. Hey, pastor, ready? be careful. Oh, you're a pastor, okay. Why are you not a pastor? You have never seen a witch, but you have seen God calling you. But you fear witches, but as for God calling you, you won't come. Yeah. Amen. Ask the person, why are you not going when God has called you? Ask the person again. Look, look, ask the person well. Somebody stand up and ask the person. Somebody stand up. Ask the person. Pastor say, hey, somebody, stand up and ask her. Somebody stand up and ask Paul. Somebody stand up and ask him, why? Why are you not? Hey, nobody's asking her. Why? Hey, ask her, why are you not a pastor? Why? Because you have had a clear call. A clear call. Clear. I didn't see it. You said it. And you understood what it was. That's why you have stood up to say God has a dream of yourself preaching. Amen. Many. Many. And, and there are more have felt it in their hearts true or false they have felt it in their hearts that oh I can do this but they haven't done it and one of the most common reasons why people do not fulfill their calling is fear is fear one of the are you here this morning one of the Matthew 25 and verse 24 one of the most common reasons why people whom God has called and God has placed a gift or a talent or something in their hand to use for him but they don't use it is fear is fear And so God gave the landowner when he was traveling, he called his servants and he gave them all talents. Some more, some less. But everybody had something to do for God. And listen, those who are, those who stood up, please stand up again. Those who stood up, please stand up again. You see, I want to show you something. Of those who are standing, 
many of them they are one talent people many of them a few are very talented a few are very talented who are able to do many things but many okay pastors please sit down pastors who sit down yes those pastors are those who have five talents God called them and they have obeyed the call but many who have been called by God but have not obeyed the call are like this young man one talent person he can do something small for God he cannot do much maybe like what I'm doing maybe he cannot build a cathedral he cannot uh, go and to an area and start churches maybe he cannot go and gather a lot of people maybe he doesn't have many talents but he has only one talent but many who are standing they are one talent persons there is one thing you can do for God and you qualify one talent but verse 25 but I hid it but I hid it I was afraid and I went and hid it I'm preaching to somebody this morning hey sit down before the thing is only you it's to everybody not to those who are standing because they have one thing that they can do for God one thing or a few things or a little thing are you here this morning maybe you're not a, a full-time minister maybe you're not supposed to be an ordained minister maybe you are listen listen maybe your calling is to be a cell leader no I'm preaching this morning maybe your calling is to be a cell leader and your calling is to find five children stand up five children that's your calling five children and these five children take them to heaven that's all your calling five children and the reason is that these children are for you because in their big church when they go home they're going to their boyfriends boys are chasing them in the area true or false are not boys chasing you no yes small small boys are chasing them hey, aren't you boys chasing girls which girls some girls somewhere yeah and so your listen i'm preaching a very important message this morning and so maybe your job is that these five children are for you to take them to heaven because otherwise they'll be lost and maybe your job is these one two three four five it's a big man but it's children these five children that is your job because my job is all these churches churches and many churches and up and far away that is my job no, no problem i accept it but god has given you one talent are you here this morning just one talent to care for five children maybe you see maybe these five are very stubborn maybe i don't know and so god must give them close marking so he has given them their personal shepherd a personal shepherd somebody who will just watch them what's your name frida 
Bridget, Teresa, Dawson, and Pojo. Four children and one big mother. God has given you this task to care for them. But when you look at the four children and this big room of many, many children and many, many grown-ups, you say, oh, it's nothing. They are okay. They are insignificant. He's adding more words. <laughs> They are insignificant. They are nothing. So he has left them. He has left them. Amen. Amen. Sit down. Fear. I was afraid and I hid my talent. And so I didn't work. And so I didn't come. And so I didn't do anything. Stop somebody. Listen. Tell them, don't let fear stop you. Amen. Don't let fear stop you from doing what God has asked you to do or from obeying God. Don't let fear. Hallelujah. There are two kinds of fear, basically. There are two kinds of fear. There is what we call a reasonable fear a reasonable fear and an unreasonable fear there is a fear that has reason and cause you have reason to be afraid of a snake amen if you see a snake and you're not afraid you are not wise one day i went to a hospital when I was working in a hospital, I saw a little child. His arm was swollen, big, very swollen. And I asked them, what happened to this child? Because his hand was, it was like a football, very swollen. His hand was very swollen. So I asked them, what happened to the child? They said that this baby, his mother left him in their hut. And she went, and she went out. While she was gone, a snake came into the room. And the child didn't know. So he went and held the snake. He was crawling. He went and held the snake. And the snake bit him. But he didn't die. And the hand just became swollen. Me, if I see a snake. If the snake is here, I'm going here. If the snake is here. Listen, listen, listen. There is something that you should be afraid of. A reasonable fear. There are some things you should be afraid of. Right now, the way things are, you should not be careless and walking around at night alone. Young lady, you are going home after convention alone. No, you should be afraid. Do you understand? You should not walk home alone in the night in some parts of the city because it is actually not safe. If you are able to drive a car, you should not drive more than 100 or 110, very maximum, because our roads are not safe. You should be afraid. Amen. I was talking to an engineer from VRA, and I was asking him, what do you do? And he said that he, he works on the high tension cables. 
And I said, high tension. He said, yes, the big ones, the pilots, the big ones. I asked him, so what's it like? He said, hey, up there is 10,000 volts. He said, one, one mistake and you are dead. So I asked him, so what do you feel? He said, he's afraid. It's scary. Then he said something. He said, those who are not afraid will die soon. Yeah. Those who are not afraid, they will die soon. Because if you don't fear 10,000 volts, then it will kill you. You make a mistake. And so there are some things you should be afraid of. Amen. Oh, I said amen. Because there are reasonable fears. There is also the other one called unreasonable fear. That is a fear for which there is no reason. There is no reason why you are afraid. When you are in your room alone at night and you have put the lights off, then you become afraid. Why are you afraid? I know some people, they cannot sleep in the darkness. Every night the lights are on. Ask anybody, are you the one? Are you the one? Every night the lights are on. That is why sometimes people put on candles and sleep. Because they are afraid of the dark. But the candle is more fearful than the dark. Yeah, the candle is more, is more dangerous than the dark. But they fear the dark more than the candle. So they light the candle and sleep. Ask the person, why are you afraid of darkness? There's nothing there. There is nothing in darkness. Amen. Are you here this morning? But people are afraid of dark. I have learned long ago to walk in darkness. Yeah, I have learned that darkness to me means nothing. Because there's nothing in the darkness. If there's a demon in the darkness, it can also come in the daytime. It's not that it is coming in the darkness, but it is that you are afraid and you have called it. No. Some people are also afraid of poverty. They are afraid that if they serve God, they will become poor. Ask anybody. Are you not already poor? So what are you afraid of? No, ask your neighbor. How much poorer can you become than this? And most likely, you will become richer. Most likely. Most likely, as you continue in life, you become richer. So why are you afraid of poverty, which is not real? Amen. Listen. Are you here this morning? I want to answer these two fears that people have. A reasonable fear and an unreasonable fear. When you have a reasonable fear of something, what you must now do is that you must take a reasonable step to avoid that fear. You must now do something. If you are a student, if you are a student, you are here and you are a student, don't say that, listen, I have faith. I will pass my exam. God will help me in the name of Jesus. I have an A. I have an A. A1. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the God. God is merciful. God will help me. I have A1. Hey, 
Shakapakataya. A1. A1. Is that A1? That's A1. That's A1. Yes. A1. 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 In Jesus' name. Lay hands. Jesus' name. A1. A1. Look, you are a fool. If you don't lead and you are laying hands on yourself for A1, you will fail. You will fail. Amen. Amen. Because that is not how you get an A1. There is a way to do these things. If you have a fear of failure, you must learn. I said you must learn. Amen. Many Christians don't learn hard. They are claiming grace by faith. They are saying that God will help me. Many Christians also don't work hard. They don't work hard at all. They are actually very lazy. And they are believing God that God will give me a breakthrough. One day I met somebody. He told me, I am tired of employing church members. I asked him why. He says, church members, Christians, are you here this morning? He said, Christians, are you a Christian? Now I'm talking to you. He said, Christians, they are lazy. Hey, they are lazy. When you ask them, what is so? God will do it. God will do what? When you are working at the Ministry of Education, what will God do? You are a teacher. You don't come to work. You come late. You don't finish your syllabus and say, oh, my kids will pass. They will all fail. What will God do? There is a reasonable fear of things which demands that you must also do something reasonably. Amen. Amen. You must not let faith seem to solve all your problems. There are some things you must do yourself. Amen. You must take a step yourself to correct things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, tell somebody, if you want to serve God, you must do some things yourself. No angel will carry you and bring you here on Tuesday nights. No. There, there is no miracle that will happen and then suddenly Tuesday, shoom, you're in the hall. How? You must come yourself. Amen. Oh, I said amen. amen. There is no miracle of God that will give you money if there is no wisdom and hard work attached to your efforts. I didn't hear an amen. amen. I didn't hear a good amen. amen. There must be wisdom and efforts on your part. Wisdom. Tell somebody wisdom and efforts on your parts you cannot expect god to just be sharing money like father christmas god has come down from heaven i'm saying ten thousand dollars five thousand dollars have you seen god share money before have you seen god share money before i haven't but i have seen god give wisdom to get money i have seen god give people strength to work hard to get money i have seen god give somebody ideas on how to do things to get wealth but i have never seen god share money like that amen there is a reasonable answer 
to solve every reasonable fear but the second one is the unreasonable fear where there is no reason there is no reason why you are afraid there is no reason why you are you are not coming the reason you have is imaginary what if it doesn't work what if i fail what if I, if I go i don't come back what if ask your neighbor what if tomorrow you die today what will you do tap your neighbor tap ask him what if tomorrow you die today what will you do what do your neighbor say nothing because you don't know for sure whether you die or not tomorrow many of these fears are unreasonable fears they are fears that have no basis they are they are just a fear that has come upon you amen oh i said amen a lot of people have these fears no reason no reason and one of the saddest people was job job in the bible in job chapter one god had given job 10 children and a lot of property he had cattle he had servants he had camels oxen he had a lot of property are you here this morning job should have been a very happy man job should have been a very happy man a man satisfied i have money i have children i have property no bills no pressure he should have been a satisfied man but rather every time there's a public gathering then job is nervous amen then he's nervous then he's worried every time the family meet job will also meet then he's sitting there hey what is going to happen next my property my children he could not enjoy the things that god had given him and finally he lost them job chapter 3 when he lost them when he lost them and he was sitting down on the ground and his three friends came then he began to complain i think verse 25 verse 25 and then he told his three friends after he had lost everything the thing that i feared greatly is come upon me and that which i was afraid of is come unto me amen oh i said amen, amen. job should not have been worried at all about anything he should have been a very satisfied man very happy every day when he wakes up then he's looking for people to bless he should have been content he was doing good yes he was he will tell you he was helping people but he should have been very happy in himself and satisfied but rather he was worried about what was going to happen to him and listen listen to me carefully the thing you fear it will come unto you amen oh i said amen, amen. the thing you fear the thing you fear it will come unto you if you are afraid of dying early look at me if you fear to die early hey be careful it can come unto you if you fear poverty it can come unto you if you fear failure it can come unto you because what you fear you think about it 
it's in your heart in your mind in your spirits you think about it and by the law of faith things that are in your spirits they will come to pass tell somebody don't be afraid again tell them don't fear anything again and most of all this morning don't be afraid to serve God most of all I said most of all you know I want to talk to the young people because they are the ones who are most in this category because the young people see they are most affected by their friends and by people around them and they are thinking if I serve God my friends will laugh at me when they are doing things I can't do so I will be strange and odd among my people and I will not be a part of them that is often the trouble with many young people they are not able to show themselves as Christian on Sunday when you come here you are in church it's true but Monday when you live here and go back to your area you become just like the other guys I'm preaching to you guys this morning when you go back to Asafo or to Atonsu or wherever you live and you are there when you have left this church and you are back in your area you are just like any other area guy walking with them talking is it not true is it not true because we don't want to be different we don't want to show ourselves as different from them and we want to rather be just like them for fear of what they will think or say listen don't be afraid of anybody's mind again amen i said don't be afraid of anybody's mind again i want you to be bold to be bold and to not care and to stand up to serve god i didn't hear an amen. amen if you are here this morning you are below 20 please stand up below 20 stand up a lot of young people below 20 if you are not sure stand up doesn't matter <laughs> it can work look at all of them young people young people they don't understand it's okay it's okay below 20 if you are 19 18 or 17 stand up or 20 some are not sure it's okay it's okay listen 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 this age group this age group is the age group most affected by men because these are the guys who who their their colleagues respect and recognition makes a difference but I want to tell you something this morning don't be afraid of what anybody thinks about you listen don't care amen don't care about what they think about you all you must care about is what God cares about you that's all all that you must worry you is what God thinks about you don't let people's minds mean a single thing to you amen are you here this morning tell somebody I don't care anymore what my classmates think I don't care what my friends think 
and from today you must not care too because that is what will keep you from serving God just a fear of people peer pressure a fear of your classmates whether they'll accept you or not amen those standing lift your hand those standing lift your hands Father I pray for every young person here this morning pray for every youth in this house every person under the influence of peer pressure and their classmates and their colleagues and I pray Lord that this morning deliver them from that fear in the name of Jesus let them have a courage to obey you and to please you let them have a mind to be interested in what you say and what you have for them in their lives let them oh God walk in your ways in this life I pray father that you dismiss every spirit of fear that comes upon them in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus let peer pressure diminish diminish in the name of Jesus let the intimidation of classmates and colleagues reduce let us be hard-hearted and full of courage and strength to overcome those pressures and Lord cause them to rise up and become people a young army a young group of people that are influenced and sent out by you to obey your voice and your word thank you father so very much for every such young person here fill their hearts with strength in Jesus name amen, amen. put your hands together amen. hallelujah fear I want you to become bold this morning I want you to decide this morning that I will serve God amen I want you not to care what people think I have had to walk this road where I stopped caring about what people think I have stopped caring and that is why I will tell you what I think I will tell you what I think amen do you know why because I stopped caring what you think and that's the only way you can serve God by not being disturbed by other people's minds and if God has truly called me he will confirm to you that what I say is true that's why anybody who walks away from you let the person go anybody who will not be your friend again because you're speaking the truth let that person go it's not a good person in your life hallelujah this morning this morning let us no longer be afraid or intimidated from obeying God let nothing hold you back even the fear of poverty it will not come upon you it is not a real fear it's an imagined fear the fear of if I become a pastor I won't marry oh some are not pastors and still they're not married it's not a real fear a fear of somebody who cares me some are not pastors and they are also cursed it's not a real fear it's an imagined fear may God deliver us 
from every such fear. May God let everything that keeps us from serving Him. And may somebody this morning decide, I will be that one talent pastor. I will be, are you here this morning? I will be that one talent pastor. A one talent pastor is a cell leader. Is the pastor of a small group of people. May somebody's heart be moved this morning to become that person, a one talent cell leader. Lift your hand this morning. Father, touch somebody's heart to be a cell leader, a one talent pastor. Touch somebody's heart that that is their calling and their mission to lead five children to heaven. Let somebody recognize that you have prepared him from the beginning of time to gather a small group of people together and make them into saved citizens of heaven I pray Lord this morning confirm it on somebody's hearts that he will save you by being a cell leader a one talent pastor a one talent servant of God confirm it oh God this morning Somebody, God will confirm it in your heart this morning that you are the one I'm talking to. That you can serve God as the one talent person to do your best in a little place for God and to gather a few people, a few people to gather them regularly for God in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, confirm your word to that person in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That your word is true. Thank you, Lord, that your word is true and it shall come to pass in our days. In Jesus' name. And if you're here this morning and you are not born again, you were invited, you came by yourself, you are passing through, you are here this morning. And you are not born again. I want to pray for you right now. Do me a favor and lift your right hand. Pastor, I'm not born again, but I want to be born again. You are here this morning and you are not sure that if you die, you are going to heaven. You are not sure. You want to go to heaven, but you are not sure. If you want to go to heaven and you are here, do me a favor. You too, lift your right hand. Pastor, please pray for me. I want to go to heaven, but I'm not sure. Anybody here like that? Anybody here? Thank you. I see your hand over there, my brother. I see your hands over there. I see your hand at the back there. Anybody else? God bless you. I see your hand there, my brother, also. God bless you. God bless you. Listen, do me a favor. With your hand raised, please come to me. Just come to me. Oh, clap for them as they come. My brother, come. Just come. Just come. Oh, clap for him, my, my, our uncle. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, they're coming. Put your hands together for them as they come. To be sure of our salvation. God bless you. Any last person you want to join us? Any last person you are sitting down, you are thinking, shall I go? Shall I? As we pray, you two come and join us and we'll pray and God will hear our prayer and answer us. And I want us to pray please let's all stand to our feet let's all stand to our feet this morning as we all pray together with our, our brothers and our sister here 
let it be a prayer from our hearts let it be a prayer that as we pray God will hear and as he hears he will answer please pray dear Jesus today I come to you just as I am Lord Jesus I believe you are the son of God I believe you came to this earth to die for our sins you shed your blood to pay for our sins Lord Jesus this morning I believe in you I believe you shed your blood for me I believe you died on the cross for me I believe that you have gone to heaven to prepare a place for me Lord Jesus this morning I pray forgive all my sins wash them all away change my heart make it to be a heart where you can live from today I accept you Lord Jesus into my life into my heart as my Lord and my Savior be my friend make me to be a child of God and from today I will serve you and follow you all my days from today I am born again from today I will follow Jesus I will serve him and I'll never be the same again thank you father for saving me from hell in Jesus name father thank you so very much for our brothers and our sisters here as they confess you before this house and all the powers that exist accept our prayer oh God this morning of salvation forgive us for our sins and write our names in the book of life from today Lord we belong to you as your children on this earth from today Lord you have become our master and our savior Holy Spirit go with these mark them always unto yourself and let them never go back to the world again let us go forward with you unto salvation thank you so very much and as we serve you we shall not be the same again bless them each of them and keep them in Jesus name Amen Amen We believe the word of God has come through to you Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International True Vine Cathedral located at Bamtama behind the Confidence Eating Place This and every Sunday at 9.30am and 5.30pm every Tuesday Stay blessed